Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter, we're going to be discussing resumes and how to make sure your resume is the one that gets noticed and gets you hired. I've got an email here from a woman who I think is somewhere in South America, and I'll read it to you. She says, I follow, I follow you on Twitter and recently read your article, How to Get Any Job You Want. It's very good and so true. I believe that has gotten me where I am at my actual job. I've been working in the same company for 12 years and have been promoted several times now and feel very thankful and blessed. It's very rewarding to feel you are trusted. I'm writing because I know I can do what you recommend, but how can you do it when you are applying for a job in another country and you're doing it via email? How can I get the job I want if it involves a visa sponsor. I live in Honduras, Central America, and I am planning to relocate to New York City, looking to expand my horizons, professional growth, and for a new learning experience. I'm very aware that there is a job crisis, but I firmly believe that in every crisis there is an opportunity. I'm also very religious and believe that with God, everything is possible. When I send my resume, I tell the person that I would appreciate the opportunity to discuss it with them and that I, make a, I, w I am happy to make a trip to provide further information on my own candidacy. I'm sincere in telling them that I need the permission to work in the United States, but I tell them I'm willing to pay the expenses of this process and of my relocation. I believe there might be someone who needs the fresh experience and knowledge from someone who has lived in Latin America recently since I have an MBA and a Bachelor of Science in Marketing. I have recently been searching and applying to advertising agencies that target the Hispanic community but have received no answer. What do you recommend? I understand it's kind of difficult, but what would you do if while you got an email inquiring about a job opportunity like mine, what do you think I need? to include or add. <clears throat> but here's the key. The key with a resume, that's what gets you noticed. And being an employer that I used to hire and have a lot of sales agents and administrative assistants, we used to do a lot of advertising on TV when I had a big real estate company in Orlando. And so we used to get resumes by the dozens. And I mean, I can only imagine in this market what it must be like for a company when you put out a resume. I mean, we used to put out ads I remember after September 11th when I needed to hire a new computer person, somebody to handle all of our office networking, computer repairs, that kind of stuff. And I put it in for like 10 bucks an hour, and I had people that were making $50,000, $60,000 a year that had gotten laid off. They were managers and this and that. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was like a line out the door but for people that were trying to get that $10 an hour job. I mean, I get people that were like way overqualified. They had a ton of degrees. It was just amazing. So. Your biggest challenge is to get noticed, and that's if you live in this country. And you're in another country, so the question you got to ask yourself is, why would, a why would a company from the United States hire somebody from outside? Well, either A, the skill sets that you have are skill sets that they're in need of, but there are not enough job applicants in the area to, to fill a position, because there's plenty of people that are hiring but the people that are hiring are having a hard time finding good qualified people. And so you're correct. If, if you seek, you'll find. If you look hard enough, you'll eventually find the right job. But 
back to getting noticed. I remember years ago, back when I, because anytime I ever went after a job, I always got the jobs I went after. 100% of the time, I was 100% successful. And the last job that I, I went for, I say the second to last job that I went for before I became an entrepreneur and went on my own, was working for, at the time, this was back in the 1990s, was the largest construction company in the country, Syntex Construction Group. I worked for a company called Syntex Rooney, and they did probably 95% of all of the work for Disney World. They built jails. They built, you know, they did a lot of 40, 50, 100 million, 200 million dollar resorts. Like, if you've ever been to Paradise Island about on the Bahamas, they built that. And so at the time, they were the biggest company in the world. And and what I did when I was looking for a job is that I, you have to get noticed. And so you got to keep in mind is these companies have stacks of resumes and especially this this time with the economy being what it is I mean they have their choice and so if you're sitting there looking at 500 resumes it's just a pain in the ass to even look at those you, you need to get something that stands out and as an employer I always want to make sure that I hire the, the most aggressive the most motivated the most enthusiastic and the person that's most excited about the opportunity that they have because problem with most people or the average person that is looking for a job they're looking at I gotta get a paycheck I gotta make money and so they're willing to go and apply for jobs and do things that they don't really want to do that they're not excited about and so they end up applying for jobs that that they don't have there's nothing emotionally compelling about it so if you're sitting there in an interview and you're not really excited about the opportunity you just want it for a paycheck the employers gonna pick up on that and so as an employer if you're going to hire somebody and invest your time and money in training them and hopefully they pan out for you, you want to make sure you hire somebody that's literally almost kicking the door down. Like they want to be there because if you hire the wrong person, if you hire somebody that doesn't have any enthusiasm for the position that they're applying for, well, guess what? They're not going to be very good at it. I mean, think about it this way. Anything you do in life, you're not going to be good at it unless you really like it and you really want to do it and so as an employer if I've got 500 applicants to choose from the majority of them are, are people that are looking for a job it's just amazing like when I, I, mean, I used to interview people that were coming around right at college it's like these kids have absolutely no fucking people skills they have no idea how to show up or to dress to a, a job interview or anything. It, was, it was just absolutely amazing and so in your case obviously you're a professional and you're trying to apply out of the country and so in your case you need to do something to get noticed and so what I would suggest I'll give you a couple examples when I was looking to to go to work for different construction companies I sent my resume and a plan tube and a plan tube was you know about about this long like three feet long and they had smaller ones I think the ones I sent were like two two and a half feet long and I would put my resume in there so these were these hard cardboard containers are maybe about that big around and they had caps on them so you taped them and you'd send it and it was completely different everybody else is faxing their resumes or emailing their resumes and here comes this plastic tube I had a friend of mine that that lived in Orlando it was about 10 years ago and he wanted to get a job in the TV and the movie industry that's what he had majored in and you know, these jobs that are out there there was plenty of them but there was always way more people applying for the jobs than there actually were openings and so what we did is we went and bought some surplus film tins you know these film tins that are about you know this big around or whatever that they had used to have movies in with the 
you know, the, the normal projection type movies. And so, obviously you take the, the, the tin, it's just an empty tin, it's two pieces. And so what I did with my buddy is we took his resume and we glued the resume to the inside of the film tin. And then we put a label on it to the director or the person in production or whoever it was that we were supposed to send the resume to. And we sent it. I think we sent like 35, 40 of them. And he got two, I think it was two or three phone calls out of them. And I remember a couple of the, the guys that, that called, they, did, they weren't even hiring anybody, but they called just to let him know that we're going to keep your resume on file because that's the most original thing that anyone has ever done to send us a resume. It got noticed. It made an impression. And so if you're in a country somewhere, you should look at doing something like overnight or two or three day air or something like that. And sending your package, I mean, you're in marketing. So if you're in marketing, hello, you got to get, you got to be doing something to get noticed. And if you're just sending your resume and emailing it in, I mean, they're probably getting thousands of these things. And on top of that, you're from out of the country. But if you're a superstar, a company will go ahead and spend the money to pay for an attorney and get you a work visa to work here. I mean, there's plenty of companies that will do that. It's either A, they can't find anybody, or B, they want somebody from that region or that area, which you know you mentioned you're from Honduras, and they may want somebody that's, that's lived in Central America and understands the culture down there. And another reason why employers will hire from outside the country is they can get people for a lot cheaper than they could an American. So it's worth it to them to pay an attorney and, and to get a visa and, and bring people over. And, and, and you may want to inquire or hire an immigration attorney just to you know, pay them an hour just to learn about the immigration process for visas and all the stuff you have to go through. But if you're in marketing and you're targeting a marketing company, your resume needs to come in some kind of package that is in some way related to the materials or things that you're going to encounter in that business. Like I said, I, I sent my resume in a plan tube. Well, a plan tube is what we would mail plans you know, to architects or get plans from architects. So it was something that was totally related to that industry. My buddy who I suggested and we went and got film tins, he was going to the movie industry. And so depending upon what you're getting hired for, you need to send your resume in some form of a package that's going to get noticed. So when they open it up, everybody in the office goes, oh my God, who sent this? This is amazing. And they're going to get your resume and they go, well, you know what, we'd have to go through the visa process with this person, but I'm willing to bet somebody that's willing to be original and put it, you know, an original box or just something that when it gets there, maybe the resume comes in a big box or something. I don't know. Or like a little box you got to do something to get noticed, something that is in some way reflective of your talents. Show them that you're willing to go above and beyond what all these other schmucks that are out there applying for a job are doing. And that's the best way to go about getting noticed if you're trying to get your resume, your foot in the door. If you're just emailing resumes and you're not following up, you're never going to hear from anybody. So if you overnight a resume, you need to, when you call, you, who do I send my resume to? Find the specific person that you're going to send it to, send them the package, and then once you know and you get confirmation, delivery confirmation that they received it, call them the next day or two days later, whatever it happens to be, and say, hey, this is so-and-so. I was just calling to follow up to see if you got my resume that I sent you yesterday in the package. And you know, if they're getting a 1,000 resumes and you send it in some form of packaging that is totally unique 
and everybody in the office was talking about, and it's a marketing firm, I guarantee you that they're going to spend a few minutes talking to you on the phone. And so you might also want to make sure you're looking at agencies that are willing to hire people from outside of the country because there are plenty of firms that do that. And maybe it's not the United States that you get a job for. Maybe you get a job at an American company or even a foreign company that happens to have a branch in the United States. And who knows, maybe you go over to Europe somewhere and you work in Europe for a while and then you ultimately transfer. I mean, you you got to... You got to be flexible. You got to be willing. If New York City is where you really want to be, it'll open up more options to you if you're willing to go work for other companies that maybe in another country or whatever, and then pay your dues there for a year or two, and then get transferred into the United States. But it will really help you if you actually are applying to companies that are used to, and either have an attorney on staff or have an attorney on retainer, that they're constantly bringing in workers from other countries and so you're going to definitely have to do some more research on your own and make sure you're applying to companies that actually do this on a regular basis if you're applying to a company and they're they don't ever do things like that they don't hire people from out out of the country it's an uphill battle so you want to take the path of least resistance so that's the best way to handle it so if you find these messages of value my videos or my articles or any of my ebooks or any of the information I have on my website, you can show your appreciation by clicking on the Wibia toolbar down the bottom right-hand corner of the screen there. You'll see there's a PayPal donate button. And donate any amount that you find is equal to the value that you received in either this message or article or one of my other articles or videos that you may have seen. At the very least, please share this page with all of your friends and family by clicking either the Facebook share, the Twitter share, or the LinkedIn share button, which is also on the Wibia toolboard bar down at the bottom. And if you got a question that you would like to have me consider to potentially use in one of these future video coaching newsletters, you can either put it in the Facebook comments down at the bottom of the page, or you can send it to the email address that is at the bottom of this article and give me several days to get back to you with an answer. And I'll talk to you soon.